Hello and welcome back to the Sunday Podcast presented by SportsShoes.com. I'm Ollie Lum. And I'm Matt Seddon. We are back for season three and it's going to be a good one. With the aim of raising the profile of British distance running, we're bringing you more content than ever. Every week we'll give you insights into the lives and training of some of the UK's top athletes and coaches. As well as all the latest updates from the races up and down the country and around the world. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and all major podcast streaming platforms. Keep a lookout for our new YouTube channel too, where we're posting workout videos, shoe reviews and much more. Stay up to date by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunday Podcast. And if you want to drop us a line, send us an email to info at sundaypodcast.com. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoy the episode. For this week's podcast, we spoke to NCAA Indoor 800 Meter Champ Yusuf Bizimana, aka Fly Busy. The Texas-based Brit spoke to us about life stateside, training for the 800 meters in a sprint-focused group, and much more. Enjoy. Right, first off, um, fly busy. Should we call you that? Or, or just... yeah, yeah, you can. Wherever you guys will feel comfortable with, fly busy, fly. Everyone around here calls me fly, so we can, we can, get, we can, we can keep okay. with. We can... Let, let, let's let's go with that then, mate. Um, firstly, just welcome to the podcast. Great to have you on. Um, yeah. We wanted to start with um, with Ramadan actually, because I think you mentioned to Matt like when you messaged him that you're currently fasting. Um, chat us through chat us through that and like how it kind of affects you with your training and stuff. Yeah, Ramadan, that's a it's a different time, different time of the year for me. It's a blessing to first and foremost experience this month because um as a Muslim myself, it's um it's a month that I look forward to no matter what I'm going through, if it's training, if it's I mean off season, no matter what, it's like it's a time where I can just reflect on my life and what I've been through and just be thankful for where I'm at, basically. Um in terms of training wise, yes, yeah, it's a different type of training cycle, I can't lie. Everything is like flipped on its head and it's like 4 a.m. workouts, 8 p.m. workouts, not obviously no food, no water. So you can imagine what um, training like that throughout the day here in Texas at like 2 p.m. sometimes um, brings to the table. But like, you know, I have a good team around me. Um, I've got a nutritionist, I've got a psychologist, I've got um, obviously one of the best coaches in the world right now. Um, I'm under and we've kind of like found a schedule that suits me and um, accommodates my needs here at Univ- here the University of Texas offers me the best of um, of everything to be honest from literally just like what to put my put into my body trying to get the most out of it whilst we can we can eat and what we can refuel and obviously it's a time where I kind of need to like allocate my energy in the right way because obviously the the food aspect and the drinking is is obviously not there so i have to like use other ways to get energy and that's going to be like sleep and trying to navigate that throughout the day i couldn't even imagine are you the only one doing it or is there other people on the team is anyone else so out of all the student athletes in texas there's a couple there's a couple doing it i'm the only one currently on the team that's um observing the month yeah Wow. And have you ever done it before? Like, would you do it, uh, you know, years gone by? Um, in London, it was a bit of a sticky situation. I wasn't really like that, um, that like locked in with my religion. Um, I kind of say I've kind of grown into the person I am right now is um, I've definitely been like more focused on my religion and trying to bring that into my everyday life. So me leaving home, I've kind of become the person that I've wanted to be as well with my with my religion, trying to like be better in that and as a person as well grow. So um, 
I've only been doing Ramadan properly with like the 30 for 30 each day is um when I've been in Texas yeah wow yeah. wow that's interesting man and obviously great to hear that you're getting so much support with that have you got any kind of small bits of advice for anyone else doing the same maybe in the UK who don't have access to sort of nutrition oh yeah yeah so I'm uh, first of all first and foremost I'm open to my DMs like like anyone that actually hits me up like especially if it's to do with like Ramadan or like my religion, like we can definitely like relate in a way. So I'm definitely open to like try and help people the best way I can do. Um, but it's also the purpose of it. You got to realize it's the, the purpose of the actual month. It's not to just like stay away from food and water. The purpose is to connect with God. And for me, um, God has put me in a position where I'm very blessed and to receive these blessings is, is first and foremost, like I'm very grateful but um, it's what can I do and help other people along the way. And it's it's a month where you kind of have to like step back from your daily life and the fast, the fast, basically the race, the race in life where you're just like on the go 24-7. And for me, I kind of like, that's why I'm not really on socials at the minute. I'm not really um, allocating time that to things that kind of just, are not coming back to me. Not I'm not getting anything back. It's like almost just outputs, outputs, and no, nothing is coming back into me. Nothing's getting input into my um like my brain and my mind. So I've been working with the obviously my team here, and yeah, just literally allocating time to the things that are going to help my future self, basically. And you were still performing as well. You raced what was it a week ago? You went yeah. in around one forty six. Yeah, I was a bit of a man. Like, let me not lie. Like, like when I got to the line, I was thinking, you know what? First of all, there's no excuses. Like, you step on that line, the gun's gonna go regardless. Like, and I've got like Bryce Hopple to the left of me. I've got Jonathan Jones, my training partner. Got a couple other guys who are like 145, 146 there. So, um, none. Only my teammate knows I'm fasting. The other guys, they don't care. So you just gotta get on the line and get ready to go through in 50, 50 point, um, 51. And yeah, I kind of shot myself to be honest. Like, I was like, I felt, I felt good through the bell, and I was like, bro, like we're just, we're just getting, we're just getting warmed up. Like, what's going on? Then I go through the, I go through the six hundred, like one eighteen, and then like, um, I'm like, okay, guess it's only two hundred to go, and I'm, I'm still in the race. But then I, fe- I felt a little bit of fatigue throughout the last hundred, and obviously I finished fourth in the race. So I was, I was, I was pretty pleased. We got a mark out of the way for regionals here later down the line, and um. Yeah, it was like my fastest opener, like near enough my PB, no food, no water. Like I was, yeah, I was, I was amazed. Mm. Yeah, it's an exciting time in your career. And, and let's move on to NCAs then, because we've got to chat about that indoors. <laughs> so firstly, congratulations. Um, but do you want to talk us through it? Obviously, we had, there was a DQ and things, but obviously it doesn't yeah. take away at all from the performance. What would you guys think about the DQ though? Because I've been getting mixed messages like <laughs> <laughs> mate, you put us on the spot there, mate. Um, my question was going to be: Did did you actually protest, or did it was it just the officials in the arena made the call there and then? Yeah, it was like so. Obviously, when it, when the gun goes off, right? I'm, I'm feeling good in the heats. I'm feeling like a man. I'm like, yeah, just body mm. the heats. Like, let's go finals here. Um, I'm I'm like, let's everyone in the UK is like, yo, bring it back, bring it back. And I was like, cool, say no more. I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna get it done. And then that 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 day, the way it was going, I was like FaceTiming everyone that like kind of seen me go through this journey. Like my parents, my close friends back home, 
um and a couple of people here and i was like i was like a two minute facetime it was like guys i'm just i'm, I'm just telling you what's going to happen i was like i don't know how it's going to happen but i'm gonna make sure this thing is coming back with me on the plane and then just quickly my brothers everyone i just facetiming them and then getting that done and then obviously the gun goes off and these guys going through like in 23 9 24 and i knew that i knew the game plan was like they were like we need a, we need to kill off the texas boys because the texas boys are like kickers like me and uh, my, my teammate so um obviously navaski like kudos to him and credit to him like throughout the whole race um and the other boy from clemson was like they took the race to us like me and me and my, my me and my, my training partner Creighton, they took the race to us and i was like okay then like because on the gun and i see them i see i see them make the stagger from me from on me and the the we haven't even like merged lanes yet so i was like okay then i know what type of this race is this is like dogfight this is like steve steve what's his name uh prof, steve Fontaine. um <laughs> yeah, like, yeah yeah like suicide pace like that, that's suicide pace. so i was like yeah okay that's that's what that's what we're playing with all right and then now um but in my head i'm like okay i got a goal but not 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 to be not 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 don't get carried away because like mm. they're gonna die they're gonna die like in my head i'll thinking they're gonna die there's no way they can sustain 50.0 in like altitude first of all and then indoors but anyway um fair play to the guy um Navaski um until the last 30 meters and then obviously I'm closing and I knew I knew I was gonna catch him I just knew I was gonna catch him no matter what happened I was like I'm gonna close this gap and obviously when he starts merging lanes towards the end of the race I'm thinking there's no way you know I'm behind you unless you either looked at the screen or looked back and he didn't look back so he looked at the screen and he's mm. gone all the way mm. to like lane three, pushed me out into lane four. And then I crossed the line and I think I've lost. So I just think, okay, I guess it wasn't my day. Like I gave everything I could and it's not my day. But then um, like everyone, everyone on like near the, the edge of the track is like, mate, balls race, like whatever, this and that, like congrats. And then, I'm just I'm I'm just leaving. I'm shaking his hand and I'm thinking, oh man, I came second. Like no interview, boys. I let you down. But then I, I I so I didn't know there was a DQ. I didn't know. I didn't see no flags. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't see anything. My coach knew that he saw the flags. There were like two flags. And then I'm walking and to like where all like the tents are now to like you know um take off my spikes and stuff. And then someone comes rushing to me. They're like, yo, your bat. You you basically won. I was like, what do you mean I won? Like I've not I came second, like I came second. He's like, no, it's a DQ. Like he's gonna get DQ'd, and I was like, okay then. Like, and then there's like pictures of me <laughs> and my training partner going crazy. Like I'm like, oh my god, I did it. Like I fully did it. Like I fully won. And obviously, it wasn't like the way I really wanted to like get the dip finish, and like that's the way mm. I wanted to. Win. But like, everyone was like, yo, you deserve that. Like we see what you've put in, and we mm. see the work through day in day out. Like it's 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 just like amazing to see. So. I was completely like over the moon. Yeah, it was a terrific race, and I I, I do think he did. Yeah, he did impede you, but I think because there was no contact, that, that's why yeah. people probably question it. Um, yeah, you could have easily ran into him, made that contact. No, I the guess. thing is, I was I felt like I was gonna like bash into him because like the way the way that I was coming, I was closing him. If you see that, like the 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 video, it's it. I was coming with like, so much speed where almost like I kind of like started. And that little yeah. start is what kind of like obviously we, uh, he crossed the line first, and then I I kind of di- dived for the line. But if it wasn't 
because of that, I feel like I would have got him. Like I know I would have got him. And also, it was like if you're gonna win the race, you you stay in lane one and just mm-hmm. go straight. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But mm-hmm. anyway, it's what it is. But this could be a rivalry to uh, you know over the years, mate. It's good. Yeah, no, I mean, I know, I know, I know he's gone for a rematch. <laughs> I know they're coming for me, like for sure. Like I know that I know they want it. They want it. And the thing, you know, what's crazy as well. It's like the outdoors is like my home track, so. Wow. Um, like it's kind of like your biz. You gotta defend the whole. You gotta defend mm-hmm. the house. Like, mm-hmm. and I know these guys are like thinking. You know what? That's the best way to like rip it from his heart. Like, come and win it on his track. So, <laughs> so like, I'm just, I'm just like, you know what? Cool. Come step to Texas. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, you're doing a great job here already. But talk to us, or for the people maybe who are listening who don't follow the NCAs, talk to us about the hype. Talk to us about how big it is for like, especially a school like yours at Texas. The size of the school, the size of kind of the athletic program across all sports, but just kind of explain the hype to maybe people that don't follow the NCAs and encourage them to kind of go and follow it. Yeah. Um. So, like, I I can like try and relate it to like what people know about home. So, like, you see the Bucks, right? Mm-hmm. I'll say the Bucks and the NCAs are like two different ball games. It's like you playing. It's like you playing. Okay, I'll just, I'm trying to give Bucks credit here, but like, I'm gonna be honest. Like, it's like you playing like Championship football, mm-hmm. and this is Champions League. Because you see the times that the NC guys are yeah. dropping. Like these are Olympic times that can win Olympic races. And you see the competition week in, week out. It's almost like you gotta be on the goal mm-hmm. and you gotta bring your A game every single race. And the, the schools is like they're looking for the next the next kid. Like who's 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 next? And the thing is, every year there's someone coming. You can't like say, Oh man, it's gonna be my my year next year. I've been here for three years, it's my year. You see a freshman dropping like 44 seconds, like he's 18. <laughs> Does that even make sense? You know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm like, okay, cool. I can't take anyone for granted. I can't take any win for granted here. I can't just look over any competition because the same guy that's running 148 can be a 144 runner next next year. Mm-hmm. You know? And 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 I and I see how because the resources you have here, if you actually apply yourself and basically coming every single day consistent sticking to the task staying focused i don't see how you don't make it like into like the senior ranks and running those times that you want to run because one you're surrounded by like very driven individuals me at texas here i'm like i'm very grateful to be surrounded by these type of people and they bring the best out of me and it's also like um Hard work's like the minimum over here. Like everybody's working, everybody's putting in shifts in. Everybody, what makes you different is like, can you do it on the big stage? And that's because everybody's working hard, but can you do it on the big stage? That's where now the mindset comes in, and also like making sure everything comes full circle. But in terms of like the NCA, is like you want to be that showman, you want to be that guy. You got to come to the NCA and and prove it. I think you've I think you've gone there with a great attitude mate you know you're not wasting a day you're not like you said you've got that opportunity you've got those resources they can't be wasted but why why Texas why Austin like I think I don't know any Brits yeah who've gone out there maybe I'm wrong but you know it's not often we see a Brit go to Texas I think it's, it's a massive school obviously but yeah how did that come about I'd say I'd say you've got to see the vision before you you actually commit like to something you've got to see the vision and um for me I knew Texas offered everything I wanted in terms of like the the exposure. I'd be I'd be one of the best athletes out there. Texas is gonna push me out to be seen. 
they've got great media team. They got content for days that sometimes I'm not even using, but they're like, yo, busy with this, and then we can like, you know, push it. Um, what the coach, uh, coach Flo, um, he's yeah, like he's a he's crazy guy. <laughs> he's a crazy guy, but like it, it crazy in a way where like if you're on the same page as him, you can achieve special things. And I realized that, and that's one thing that kind of brought me here. And I'm lucky for as well because like. To be honest, when I first got to Texas, like Coach Flo is not the one who recruited me. So I wasn't linked with him. I was linked with Pete Watson. So I always have to give credit to Pete Watson to bring me here because he he kind of like, um, he gave me a full scholarship, a full ride to come over here and believed in my ability. And now you can see like the fruits of of his of the labor and that. So um, yeah, just just Texas itself is like, whether we're, we're the type of school where if they're hating us because they ain't us, like we're the school where it's like they're trying to be like us because we're just that school like we we like texas leaves <clears throat> leaves its mark everywhere we go like we live like obviously see how we travel like private jets like it's it's just that school where if you're that guy show that you're that guy and texas is going to even push you even more to be that guy because and that's the type of school i wanted to go to because i know like if i'm coming here i want to make sure that I'm representing the UK. I want to show you how we, as like in London, we do it and we represent. And I feel like me, being in Texas as well, with like the warm weather, with the warm weather, basically like summer year all round, um, that's nice as well. But like in London, you feel like you're the best. I wanted to be come to the US and be the best. And mm-hmm. Texas was the best fit for me. I feel. Mm-hmm. And the event you're doing it in, in as well. I think the 800 is so so strong in the NCAs and it has been over the past few years. Mm-hmm. Talk about training for that because obviously you're someone with loads and loads of speed in terms of like you'll run like almost top class 400 times. You're yeah. also like a strong 1500 background as a junior as well. Like talk to us about the 800 and why you love it. You know what the 800 is? The 800 is that event where like you don't necessarily have to be the most talented. You just got to be the most driven, the most, the guy that brings the A game every single like rep every single session because if you can do that and you can go through the the hard bit the 800 be actually easy it's not it's not that hard it's just that nobody wants to do it because they know what comes with the 8 the 8 it, it doesn't make sense you can skin a cat like a thousand times and run like 144 but it's like the 8 that 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 race where either you embrace it and realize it's going to be tough and just know that or like, oh, it's not for me. And I was thinking, you know what? I want to I wanna go for the big one. And I feel that's the eight. And like, I want to go out there and show that I can run with these times. I can run these times because like some people have said, like, oh, bitch, you're not 800 meter runner. Like you can run the 5K, you can run the 15. And I was like, guys, let me go and do the eight because that's what I generally want to do right now. And when I touch the 15, I'm going to touch the 15. But right now, let me focus on getting my speed down. Let me focus on, you know, getting my mechanics right. Because at the end of the day, like, um, it's, as you grow older, the speed is going to, like, come down. Like, there's going to be a point where you can't get any faster. But the endurance on the side, you see people running for till they're, like, 35, 40, marathon, and, you know, so forth. But, like, this this is a time where I'm in a school where it's, it's a sprint school as well. So mm-hmm. um, the 800 and focusing on the 800, was, it, it was, like, a no-brainer for me. And at the end of the day, I believe my work ethics are one of the best out there. So... Yeah, just the eight was like a, a great fit. 
Mate, that sprint school kind of background. Talk about your training because I'm interested to know what it's like. You have pretty long indoor season. You then must yeah. have had a week or two off before you then start your outdoor campaign. You're going to be at it until late into the summer. What yeah. the hell does your training look like? First pre-Christmas and then after Christmas and even even now. <clears throat> so this 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 year this season, uh, my training has been completely different from my my first my past two years here at Texas. Um, Previously, I was on a bit more mileage, I'd say, because obviously I'd be running a couple of 15s, yep. maybe a 5K here and there. But now, since I've switched coaches to Coach Flo, um, it's been more like strength. Like I was, get, I got in the gym, and I felt like I'm, a, I'm I felt like I'm a decent lad, like in the gym, like I'm, I'm alright. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I can bench a couple, couple of weights. Then I'm seeing the the sprint girls, yeah, and they're like cleaning like 90, like 95. So I was like. Um, like, <laughs> strong, like, because the coaches are busy. You're, 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 you're not, you're, you're not strong. You got you, these muscles are not developed, and and I feel like people back home and like a lot of distance athletes, they don't really pay too much attention to the gym. And I'm like, guys, like, you gotta work on getting power because power creates speed. Like that's that's how it goes. Like it's it's hand in hand, and if you're trying to obviously run fast then obviously your muscles have to be strong and they have to like last throughout the race. And these, obviously my SMC coach right now, he was like, yeah, it's going to take some time, but you just trust me and do what I'm going to say and you're going to see the results. And there's nothing better than seeing results for me. I'm seeing like the, when I first came in, there's some videos of me that like literally just cleaning the bar to like cleaning 85, 90. And now it's like I'm seeing the vision from these from this guy's perspective because like you can have a vision for yourself but you got to also understand the people that you're working with and where they see you where you can go and your potential so like i was i was working with my uh, my strength coach clint and he was like okay cool this is this is this is the program you're not this is where these sprinters are and this is where you are you can't just jump to where they are you got to understand that get the fundamentals right and then you don't have to come back because once you get the fundamentals right then you can start building 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 and you're always just gonna, you know, improve. So that's what we that's what we did in the gym. And yeah, like the sprint training itself, I've been doing wickets, been doing twos, like just like more race specific stuff to mimic the race. And some people they get carried away with like I'd I'd say just running, like, but like pointlessly. Do you know what I'm saying by that? It's like you're everything has to mimic to what you're about to do on that track. And for me, it's like every rep is this going to, I kind of like envision it parts of the race almost because sometimes every, my, and Coach Flo um, tells me a lot, is like, yo, you got you to gotta understand what we're trying to do here. Like this has a role in later, it's going to come down later down the line why we did this. It may not make sense right now, but later down the line, you're going to understand. And if you don't understand, ask me so I can tell you. So it's a good communication that we have and everything I'm doing right now, I can I can generally see that it's going to propel me to the next level. So, yeah. Yeah, I do feel like with the 800, there's not that much room for error kind of session to session, you know, day to day. Like you said, that you can do a lot of pointless tasks, which just yeah. might not relate to your overall 800 performance. Yeah, no, 100%. And I, I'd say that as well with like more than 15 and the five as well, because... Mm -hmm. um, I'm not, I'm not saying that you're not meant to run a lot because everyone has their own ways of, of training. 
But like, does that mean, is that going to help you in the race? Is that going to help you bring your times down? Is that going to help you outkick the kickers in the race? Do you know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. like, you got to understand who you're competing against as well, because you're not just competing against yourself, which obviously like you're, you are, but there's different types of athletes out there. And each session is kind of targeted for different athletes as well. So mm -hmm. how we train yeah, yeah that's an interesting way to look at it mate can you talk us through like what sort of running you do actually do like how much do you how much do you actually go for runs and how much yeah. do you sort of do that kind of more sprint specific and rest yeah, I, can, I can give you like the, the schedule so yeah monday do you know what's crazy as well i'm gonna say this because like you can tell people what you do but like they have like their own conception where they're thinking you know what it doesn't just because it works for him it's not going to work for me i'm like dude i'm telling you what i do so it must be working like <laughs> just try it like i feel like people are so stubborn where they like asking for advice they get yeah. it and then they just don't implement this, it this is it's funny cra yeah. it's crazy i'm like bro like if someone's telling me how to make a million pounds <laughs> follow that advice because if he's making a million i'm gonna make, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna follow it but yeah in terms of training as well here uh, we 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 tra I train on Mondays. Mondays would have like I'd have like a morning run, so around like three miles, um, just like at my own pace, nothing crazy, and yeah, just literally guys at my own pace. Like it's not like I'm looking at my look at my watch. It's a stopwatch. It's like I got mm. it from decathlon. I ain't got no Garmin. I ain't got no Coros. It's just a decathlon watch, and I just start the timer, go through go through. Was it um yeah three miles like like twelve laps I think. Um, and then in the evening we have this session called Murder Mondays. So yeah, flows a bit of a tapped one for that one because you're you're leaving. Some people be leaving in a wheelchair. That's how crazy it is. Um, but yeah, if you get through that, okay, that's like that's like the main the main bulk of the of the week. Tuesdays, uh, we have uh, weights at six thirty a.m. and then I have a treadmill session, uh, straight after. Obviously, I got classes in between that, and then, and then um at three p.m., which is obviously, yeah, like like now coming to it, we have um um it's like mechanics, we have like sprint mechanics and like drills and stuff like that. Uh, Wednesday, that's like our, I'd say active recovery day. So we have like massages on Wednesdays, and then we have like either the bike for forty five minutes. And again, the bike is not nothing to do with heart rate, nothing to do. With, any of those fancy stuff just go on the bike get your legs going and you know flush out the previous work you've just done thursdays kind of mimics uh tuesdays we've got weights in the morning at 6 30 um treadmill session again kind of variations of like fart look and then um mechanics again um so we'll probably be doing like some 200 some fast 200s probably like race pace um some wickets for sure um some sledge runs and then friday basically like another monday so it's i don't know what he calls it like friday friday or something like that like completely in a body bag um sessions type sessions but um yeah that'll be around 2 p.m so i would not i'd have like a two-mile warm-up session and then yeah um that's that's it for friday saturday is kind of on and off we'd either come and do some hills or he would give us a day off um yeah and then sunday off that's that's basically my week if not if not if we're racing then obviously saturday we're racing very little kind of yeah like you said very little runs eh yeah it's not 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 that much because obviously i'm an 800 meter yeah this is it you're running for less than two minutes yeah yeah if you think about it 
Like, I understand. That's what I was saying about it. You can skin a cat like a... Oh, God knows how many times. You can... Uh, the same guy that's starting on the line with me he probably runs like 60 miles a week, but he's still running 144. Yeah. I'm here, obviously, not running as much. Um, still getting quality working, but I can still keep up with the guy. Do you know what I'm saying? So... Like that's the good thing about the 800 is I feel like it's like if you're doing quality, mm -hmm. then you're gonna perform like your how you how you meant to perform. Like it's you're you're focused on race pace, you're doing the right stuff, but each and every session plays a role in that 800. There's a reason why we're doing it. So yeah, that's that's the schedule. That's the program. It's interesting. Do you think that allows you to maintain that kind of? You you seem to always be at around 146. Kind of whatever time of the Maybe year, like, know. you know, you do yeah. it from you, you do it from indoors, and you know, you're doing it from outdoors, even though you're fasting now and stuff. And so, do you think that kind of the way you train allows you to be a little bit more consistent because you're always near that race pace? I'm gonna say this as well. I think the moment like I start running 145, 144, I think I'm just gonna be a consistent guy. Like every race will probably just turn out to be like a 144, 145 race because like it's. Like 146 now is drilled into me. Right now, I can probably put in some spikes on and just drop a 146 because I know what it looks like. I know what it feels like. And um, that's why I want to get my, obviously my time's lower. And once I do that, then I feel like my PR, my PB is going to be that. Because like, I know my body's been there before. Mm. I can just go there and do it again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How, how long have you got left now uh, in Texas? In Texas, actually, I've got... So, in terms of my school year, I've got one and a half years left. We're just coming to the end, end of the semester. In terms of eligibility-wise, I've got at least another two years, two and a half. So, that's whether or not, obviously, I want to use all of it. Mm -hmm. um, but in terms of, like, how much i got left, that's, that's how much i got left. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, obviously, obviously, plenty of time to make some more improvements as well. Yeah, man. Like, like for me, I'm just looking. I'm just looking towards um, NCA's outdoors right now. But first and foremost, taking one race at a time, each session at a time as well. Especially during this month in Ramadan. Um, but um, yeah, you can't look too far. Sometimes you gotta live in the moment and realize that this, what you do now, is what your future self is gonna be thanking you for. So, I'm um, right now. I'm just like taking care of the here and now. Mm -hmm. You look to the other 800 runners in the country right now. I feel like we're having a slight dip in 800 UK. meter runners in the UK. I would, if, if that's fair to say, um, um, so you're kind of looking at it in favor at the moment. Yeah, you see, you see, if it, like I'm always checking power ten here, like scoping <laughs> out competition. Like, I think I'm, I think I'm number one right now in terms of just because through the indoors. So that's that's nice to see. I don't think I've ever been number one before. So does that put a smile on my face? But um. Yeah, like I've got, I've got utmost respect for all the guys that are competing mm. in the eight hundred and the fifteen. Because right now it's a time where special things can happen. Uh, you got the likes of like Max, you got Dan, Elliot, Carl, all those, like Jamie. Like there's so many of us that can do big things. That um, I just want to be there in the mix right now, and I feel like my time is coming, and I've been patiently waiting. So when it does come to like trials and obviously competing for teams, I want to be competitive with these guys, and that's what I'm, that's what I'm aiming for. Mm. Awesome, man. And look, uh, I wanted to rewind a little bit, talk about your kind of upbringing. I think uh, I think I was actually commentating on Vinco as one of my first gigs when you won English schools in 2017. Um, but I remember, you know, talk about your your old coach, um, yeah. you know, Jeffrey, because 
it was quite unorthodox training. There's a little bit on YouTube, and if no one's seen it before, they should go and watch it because I remember seeing a little workout. You were doing hill sprints, presses at the top, you oh, know, yeah. and it was it was a different. It was a lot different to I bet what a lot of kids were doing. A lot of seven, you know, sixteen, seventeen year olds are doing. So talk about him and the impact he had on you. Yeah, I got to give credit to Jeffrey a lot because like he's the one who brought me into the game. He's the one who brought me into track. I don't think I'd be doing track if it wasn't for him. To be honest, like in terms of like seeing things and seeing how far I can go. I've always, I used to do track in school and obviously like people used to tell me, oh, you're going to try and shoot for the Olympics or are you going to try and like run as a, as a, in the future? But um, obviously back home, you have to go to a club and mm -hmm. the club is kind of who pushes you to do races and like, you know, kind of like educates you on the sport. Um, He kind of pointed me in the right direction in terms of like, yo, this is track, this is the game. And, this is what we're going to do. Obviously, the unorthodox training was something I was like completely new to. Um, I was like, dude, are you just getting this stuff from YouTube? Because honestly, like, what the hell are we doing? Like flipping <laughs> tires, flipping tires, like carrying tires, like sledgehammers, um, press ups up hills. Like it was crazy. And and you know what, you know what, you know what was um, I was having fun. Like yeah. I was having fun doing that. And I think mm -hmm. a lot of kids back in the UK, they can't understand that. But it was like, I was loving it. And all my training partners at the time, it was just, it was almost like a laugh. We'd get the work in, we feel like we're improving, we're getting stronger as we can see. And it's improving in the races that we had as amateurs and like little kids and stuff. So, um, and obviously going to the English schools as well and doing well there, I was like, yeah, man, I, guys, look, train like me. Like it, it works, I guess. Yeah. And it was it that 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 English school's win. I feel like was a catalyst to, for me understanding what I could do with the sport, because the way I won the the whole the whole thing around it, the whole story around it, where it was like, dude, like if you work hard and see yourself achieving these goals, and for me that was like the Olympics at that time. Like it was a big win for me. Like I was the first one of in my secondary school to ever make um, English schools. Uh, I won it in my first year, and it was just so nice to see that. And the thing about me is like, when I win, it's not just for me. It's mm -hmm. like for everyone that believed in me. It's everyone that wanted me to win. It's a smile I put on faces when I crossed the line, and like, guys, we did it. That's that's who I do it for. Because like the sessions are gruesome sometimes but um um i feel like if i was doing it for just me i wouldn't enjoy it as much mm. yeah yeah and no, it's, it's great to hear mate obviously clearly kind of motivated by that and i don't really need to ask but i'm going to ask anyway because it's the last question we have on on the sheet what are your plans for the outdoor season what's the goal uh so right now i'm in the u.s i'm focused on the u.s right now um i'd say that because the NCA is at my home track. That's the thing that I'm manifesting. That's the thing I'm dreaming about each each and every night. And that's what we're working towards, me and my coach. Um but there's other things in the back of my mind, obviously. Um when I when I touch back home, um definitely trials is on the cards, worlds is looking like an option and looking like a goal that I would like to tick off as well, make my first GB team. I've never made a GB team in my life. So I think like a senior team would be amazing. Um um what's it called the the aim is to obviously win that is that is the aim i'm not going to be very very clear um I'm, I'm looking to to win at my home track my whole family's coming out to austin so that's going to be an amazing it in itself uh, my friends my day one friends literally from when we were 11 years old they're coming as well 
Um, a lot of people from Texas and the, the friends and the community I've made here, they're going to be here. They've already bought their tickets. So I'm going to be focused on definitely the outdoor season here in, here in the US first. Get my times down as well. Um, there's definitely some fast races I'm looking to to jump in. And yeah, just focus on the here and now right now because I'm in the, I'm in the US right now and that's that's my main focus. Let's go, mate. It's uh, it's refreshing to talk to an 800 meter boy. You know, we're usually very distance focused, get coaches yeah. on, meets, but an 800 guy, that 400, 800 kind of mid distance, uh, quite refreshing, isn't it, Lam? He's, uh, you know, yeah, definitely. On that, actually. you have um, you mentioned a few gruesome sessions. Do you have maybe like the hardest 800 workout you ever done? Just for people, yeah, to yeah, yeah. Let me, let me, I'm gonna say, I'm say two of them. Right, there was one when I first joined Flow. Like I wasn't officially under him. But like I first joined him and he was like, yo, we got a session, be there at 2 p.m. And the sun's like, it's like 40 degrees, 40 degrees in Texas at the time. It was like June. Session was like four, four hundreds in 51 with like four minutes recovery. And so 51 is like you're going through the 451, like make that comfortable, right? First one, steady. I'm like, calm, let's go. Cool. Second one, I'm like, yeah, I've got the, I've got the VIX one. I'm feeling like, okay, I'm almost there. <laughs> like, almost there. Third one, third one, I think I hit like 52, but like my wheels are like falling off, like low key. Like they're falling off. Mm. The fourth one, I hit like 63. <laughs> <laughs> I'll walk that thing in, like I'll walk that thing in. And, you, and the craziest thing as well. So I walked in and he's and, he, and like he, he was like, get out, get out. And I'm like, try, I'm like literally like trying my hardest. I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, let's go. He blows the whistle, it's like 30, like through the 200. I'm thinking, oh my God. Like, <laughs> he's like, finish it, finish it. I don't care, finish it. You're going to finish it. Because this is how it's going to feel like when you're running like 144. Mm. And then I was like, cool. So I finished, I finished the session, I crossed the line. And then like, I'm just like on all fours, like I'm on the floor. <laughs> And then he starts walking away. He starts walking away. And I'm like, yo, what's going on? Like, it's not no feedback, no nothing. Like, no, he just starts walking away. And it's crazy because he just left me there for like 30 minutes. I didn't see him for the rest of the day. It was crazy. And then I got I got back. And then he texted me, he was like, Did you make it home? I was like, Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I'll see you tomorrow. Make sure you get in the ice top. I was like, oh, whatever. Okay. Is that is that is that how we're doing it? Okay, cool. And then there was another one. There was another one. This was a bit recent. We had um we had a four hundred of three two a four hundred and two three hundreds. And I'm with the sprinters, so like these guys are not messing about. These guys can run 43, 44, like in the in the four hundred, right? And I'm here with my little. I, I, I think I can like split a forty six, maybe you know open up in a forty seven low. And so he says at the times for the session, he's like, need a forty seven, I need a thirty four, and then a thirty five. And I'm thinking, yo, you just said my PBs, like <laughs> said my PBs, and then and then, so we're going in groups, right? And this is this is in flats. We're in flats. We're not in spikes. Like we don't mm. run in spikes really that much. So that's another thing that uh, I I give a I let, I let the podcast. No, we don't run in spikes that much. So we're in spike. We're in we're in flats right now. And then I'm thinking in my head, like you know that you know like the math thing, that math meme where it's like so many like equations coming up. Mm. I'm trying to think how. The hell am I gonna run 47 in flats? Like when my PB is like 47. Now like, am I even gonna finish the session? Anyway, 
what's what, what's what's crazy about it is I did it. I I I I did. I, I ran that, and I was and I couldn't believe it because I was like, okay, cool. But he's like, okay, that's the first rep done. We got we got a forty four to run, and I still hit that. I still hit that. I still hit the forty four. Okay, I can't say I hit the last rep, so the, I was completely like in the hurt locker after that. But it's one of those things where you, if you tell yourself you can do it, then mm. you can do it, especially when you're doing the training for it. You gotta have that belief where like. If you can't believe it in the training, how are you going to believe it on a race day? Mm -hmm. And yeah, those are the type of sessions that we do. And um, yeah, it's, they're not, they're not nice. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously it must be great having people so fast around you in terms of speed wise. Cause if you were just training as part of maybe a distance group, you'd probably yeah. be fastest over 400 by far. And then it doesn't really keep you on your toes in kind of a speed sense. Yeah. And that's, that's obviously that's what Texas offers. You know, they, they offer like so much, versatility in different type of athletes like you got guys running 99 on the team you got guys running 20 point 44 um obviously me right now 146 and obviously pushing on for for more so it's like you can get different groups going and that's so nice and i knew that's one thing the uk wasn't going to offer me in terms of like generally like improving your speed like with guys who are faster than you and not just faster than you just like on a rep these guys are going to put you in your place every single rep. So if you're hanging around with these guys, when you come to your race, you're going to be all right. Yeah. Awesome to hear, right? We better let you get to training. Uh, what's what's yeah, on the menu? Yeah. Do you know? Say again, sorry? You know what's on the menu? Yeah, no, we got mechanics right now. It's not It's okay. not a bad day. We just got like a couple. It's actually raining right now. So we just got some drive runs and um, some wickets. So uh, yeah, tomorrow is going to be a serious one because... Yeah, I'll, I'll text. I'll text. I'll text you guys what, what I had tomorrow. <laughs> okay.